Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I want to talk about this new plan for Dublin. It's the latest attempt by the City Council and the Transport Authority to try and deal with the traffic and congestion issues and to improve public transport across the capital city. I mean, it has to be the most radical restriction on private traffic in Dublin City nearly in decades. Like They're, they're talking about banning um, cars from sections of the, nor- of the north and the south. Keys, close to O'Connell Bridge, Parliament Street, that'll be made traffic free as well. New civic plazas, whole host of other restrictions. Tommy is on the line. Tommy, do you agree with the uh, car ban in parts of Dublin? Well, Angie, my point was slightly different. I, if they made the city more efficient and made the roads better used, maybe. But I went in there with the missus last night to a show and I walked across the bridge over the Liffey and I nearly got run over between cyclists and people on scooters and electric this and electric that. Nobody had a light, nobody had anything. It was med bedlam. So the cars for me are the least of the problem at the minute, even at night time when the city is quiet. They're, they're nearly restricted as it is. But it just seems it's a free-for-all if you're not in a car. Whereas if you're in your car, you're just getting told, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do the other. Some will argue, some will argue, Tommy, if, you know, if we reallocate some of that space, um, the road space, the car space for pedestrians, cyclists, even those on scooters, I mean, you wouldn't find yourself in that situation. Well, unfortunately, I was in a reallocated space. I was down by the docks down to South Keith there and there's only one lane for traffic for cars going through the taxis were using it and there was a footpath and a cycle path and it was just bedlam and everybody people that are walking are on their phones they're just walking along looking at their screens people on scooters and cycles are just flying in all directions you wouldn't know what's going on like if you're going to take cars off the road you have to make a system that it'll work but this one certainly doesn't and I won't even get on to public transport I live in Gory I wouldn't know where to start with public transport in Dublin John is with us too Tommy John you're in favour of a caravan you can hear me okay John you can 1800 453 Mark is with us Mark do, do you agree with this caravan in parts um, well I'd be coming at it from a kind of a slightly different point of view uh, I'm a plumbing contractor so like I'd be um, I'd be getting call outs in the city centre and stuff like that but over the last few years I've really whittled it down going into going into the city centre because it is practically impossible to find anywhere to park a van. Um, if you park in the loading bay at the clampers, uh, I've been parked in loading bays for 10 minutes and not clamped. And do you know what I mean? Like, So you don't even get your full allocation of tw- uh, like a half an hour or 20 minutes or whatever it is. And um, they kind of leave you that if you want, like you'd have to lose a day's pay to go and appeal it. And they know this. So I just don't bother really with the city centre that much. So how does that work for for work? Like, can you just say I'm not doing jobs in the city? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Simple That's, as uh, that. Um, yeah. Um, well, it, the, the actual city centre, like the main city centre, it's not kind of like the suburbs. Not most of the time, it's fine. You can find somewhere you can park and pay pay for parking wherever it's at. But in the actual city centre, everywhere is double yellows. Um, the van I drive doesn't fit into a car park, so that's one of one of the one of my problems. But like that's my problem because that's the van I chose to buy. But um, it's just literally you can't find parking anywhere. So if you get a job in the city centre, you could be driving around for half an hour, an hour, trying to find somewhere to park. You could end up miles away from where you're supposed to be, and then you have to drag tools, gear, and the whole lot. So it's I just I just find it's not I, I don't find it worth my while basically. 
And even, you know, if they do, um, with the plan to remove some of the just, you know, regular commuters that don't need their car for work purposes like, like you do, Mark, would that then not free up some space, though, for the likes of you? Um, yeah, oh, yeah, no, it could. It could do. Like, there's no problem paying for parking. It's just trying to find somewhere to park. That, that's the it's issue. Actually getting like, the space people, and... it, yeah, basically. So, because uh, I spend more time looking for a parking spot than I do actually for, um, like, than I do actually doing, like, half the time the job be a simple, simple little thing, whatever, like that. But it's, I might spend an hour looking for somewhere to park. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's just not worth it. But yeah, if 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 there was more parking space freed up, yeah, it could work. Uh, I'm sure there is a lot of people who drive into the city centre that don't need to. But um I've also been on the buses trying to commute and um like somewhere it might take you half an hour to drive, it might take you two hours on a bus. So it's um you know, it, it just it, it depends where you're going to and where you're coming from. John, you you think this is actually the ban is a good idea? Yeah, yeah, sorry, Andre. Yeah, Andre, I live in Santry, and not just recently, but for years, we've had an amazing bus service. I go out to the Ballymun Road, I have a choice of four different buses, walk to the next stop, another bus. I'm in town in 20 minutes, you know. So even if the, if the traffic is bad, I can jump off in Parnell Street, use the ticket, the 90-minute ticket, jump on the Lewis. So anything, anything that enhances public transport is good. Yeah, and as your previous caller said, the more people that use public transport, the more space available for people who have to into town. But you see, so isn't isn't that a fair point, Tommy? Like, I know there's a lot of reaction, and people won't be happy about removing cars, and I can understand. I mean, in in Mark's position and others as well, why it's why it's an absolute nuisance, but. If we then reallocate some of that space to space to buses, we'll sure we'll enhance the whole public transport system. Well, I, well, for a start, I think buses are are not going to answer the public transport problem, and allocating space to buses sounds grand. But again, if you're coming up from the country, where do I? Where do I even start on buses? How do I even go about paying for buses? Do you know what I mean? It's not a it's not a user friendly public transport system. I get if I'm living in Santry and I'm used to it, and I go in and I get my ninety minute ticket, and I think that's fantastic. But there's an awful lot of places around the country, and even in Dublin, that does you don't have that option that you can get in and out of town handy. You know, like I personally think I I do agree the road space is badly used. I'm not arguing mm. with that. I think you have the Salorgan dual carriageway going in, you have the Rock Road, and buses going in and out, and cars going in and out, and there's a load of road space, and they're all trying to vie for the same position instead of splitting it up and making it more more efficient. But the the problem I have is that it, it's not so much in the cars front, but cyclists and these people on scooters they're going up foot and around this and in and out of that, and you'd be run over going through all the middle. Kathy's with us as well, Tommy. Kathy, you're a recyclist. Are you in favour of this? I most certainly am a cyclist and I love my bike, but I really get annoyed with the the scooters that don't have helmets, don't have high-vis, don't have lights on their bikes, don't adhere to any safety regulations that they should do. And I, I pity motorists who are dealing with these sort of people. Do, do you agree that they, they're not really abiding by the law? Are we, maybe we don't have a law, do we? What, for... Sure, of course, there's, there's you know, well, still rules for... Having, no, for people having having their helmets and their high No, not, sorry, not for, not, for, not for helmets, no. A lot of cyclists tend to no. not well, be in favour of that. Start but for, that. should start that immediately, I think. 
um, because it's incredible. And I mean, I, I sound like really raw here, but I really feel that the young ones, very young, I'm not very young, but the little ones are on their little bikes or scooters and they don't have a notion of the rules of the road. They wander up, on, as that gentleman just said, up on footpaths, etc. So uh, first, first and foremost, get that sorted out, that the little bikes are not to be used by very young children and they should be taught how to use them. Which the, the like the, the like little children like two and three the jar or four even up ah, and little no. what are you no, talking no, like no. who are you like little ones say of say ten okay so you you, you don't think they should be on scooting on the on footpaths no I don't well a bike can go on a footpath of course it can but um, they don't seem to be taught where and when they can use these little bikes they just. And sometimes, and believe it or not, there's two on the bike. There's one standing and one crouching down in front. But anyway, that's one point. My other point is I am the cyclist, and I feel that cycle lanes are brilliant for me. I'm an electric bike. And it, it feels so safe, and you just feel, I, can, I don't go into town but I would feel very safe anywhere on the bicycle lane, and I would hate if they did away with the bicycle lane. Well, I don't think don't think that's uh, any proposal to necessarily do away with them. I mean, I, I would have thought, if anything, it's actually um, it's going to enhance, you know, the the whole system for for cyclists and pedestrians. This or new cyclists, plan, exactly. Yeah, but there again, I've been now. There's one particular dreadful situation just at Dean's Grange Cemetery. Yeah, Dean's Grange Cemetery. They're trying to take away the parking outside some houses on that Dean's Grange Road. Now, those, I don't know where those people are going to park their cars, but they're going to have a, a one-way traffic. But they seem to not wonder, where are we going to put the traffic that is going the other way? You can go northbound. Where do the people coming southbound? Where are they going to be reallocated to? It, it, it's... A wee bit of forward planning, I think, okay. doesn't seem to come yeah. into play okay. here. Um, Eighteen hundred four five three one zero six is the number. Colin is on the line. Colin, do you think if we reallocate some of the road space now from cars, give it over to the buses, cyclists, pedestrians, the right move? Well, the, the move has to be, to be honest with you, is, is who needs to use the city in one sense? Like, do they want to bring people back into the city? And I was kind of thinking, I grew up in the city, my family are from the city, my dad's a taxi driver. My mum used to go in, you know, she needed the school uniform, she needed to go in for this, she needed to go in for that, she needed. Then they went and built swords and the pavilions and Liffey Valley, so people didn't need the city as much anymore. And then, with your phones and everything now, I'm sure we can order everything online. As I said, I needed to go in as a child to the cinema. You don't really, everything's kind of more streaming. Then in your 20s, you go in to the clubs. People have got more Tinder. There's more options now not to go into the city, if you get me. Yeah. And I just feel that people are arguing now saying, oh, if we, if we make it, if we pedestrianise it, that will bring people back in. And I kind of go and bring us into what? If it's more pedestrianised, like I, I'm a cyclist, I, I'm a, um, I'm also a motorist, you know what I mean? You know, and to be honest with you, like, I, and I'm talking about not just me, I represent all my friends. Like, I'm well, in the late 40s now, so 
I'm telling all my mates who grew up in, in the city centre. You have no need to there. go there anymore, yeah. You've no need. See, and I, I heard some of the retail yeah, groups talking about that, the the footfall or the potential drop in footfall of people coming into the city. But like your point, Colin, is that it's already happening. Yeah, no it's need. Like, it's, it's, there's no need because, as I said, you, I don't know how you would get people back in. Like I, I went in there, I only go in maybe twice a year. Like Even before the pandemic, it's been four years. But... I'd probably go from Liffey Valley to the Pavilions to the other Dundrum rather than, if you know what I mean, around the M50 rather yeah. than going to try to Try to avoid the city if you can, city. yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's not, I'm not avoid, there's just nothing really there. Okay. Well, that's and not it's ideal. A bit, maybe, <laughs> it's, a bit, it's, a bit, it's a bit of nostalgia. Like, I went in with my friends there yeah. last month and the first time I've been there in over a year, but I don't know. Okay. The place looks so built up. They're building apartments. There seems to be a lot of people around. Yeah. But it's it's not for maybe the city's changed. It's not for people like me. Okay. What but about um? What what about you, Mark? Do you think it's realistic to remove cars from you know so many of the areas that they're talking about? Hi, Andrea. Yeah. Um. I don't know if it's a case of being realistic. It, it, is it practical? Um. I ask the question because Dublin has a lot of tourists, but it's also a working city. And a lot of the people that work in the city come from the suburbs and further out, which they've been forced out into because of prices over the year, uh, you know, house prices. So they're living in suburban Dublin or further out, you know, Ashburn and places like that. Now, they have to get into the city. If you travel in London... You don't have an issue. You go. You use this fantastic um, system in London. You know the the tube and and other cities. You wouldn't think of using the car, but you have to use the car in Dublin because the the, the transport system is bloody awful. Would you would, would would you agree with that, Derek? Hello. Would Hello? you? Yeah. Would you agree that the public transport system isn't sufficient, Derek? Now, uh, Andrea, good afternoon to you. What, what I'm phoning connection with is the public transport system and the cars, the bicycles and the e-scooters. Now, what uh, the position is, I spend some time in Tala Village and there are a number of junctions. There's a heavy traffic flow in Tala Village. There's cycle lanes and there's quite a, a large path on both sides. I think there's a little bit of an echo, Derek, there on, on your line. I'm just going to try and reconnect with you. H- hang on for a second. Uh, Michael, you wanted to um, you wanted to share a view on this. Like, do you want cars banned? No. I'm a motorist myself. Um, and what really annoys me is they're taking lumps off the roads for cyclists, but yet we, we still pay the road tax. There should be a tax on... If the cyclists are going to, ta- if they're going to take part of the road off the the motorists, then the cyclists should be paying a road tax too. Whether it's a five or a year or ten or a year, I don't care. Right? Sure, are they, are they damaging the road? Hmm? Are they? Well, what damage are the cyclists causing? What damage is? Well, they're taking part of the road that we pay road tax for. So you want all cyclists to have to pay some sort of of, of contribution to tax? Yeah. Well, I mean, don't forget, it's all part of the maintenance. It's supposed to be for the maintenance of the roads. 
but we don't see that okay. either. But just on, on the plan we're chatting about today, like this whole reallocation, I mean, banning cars from from certain parts. Um, now there's going to be, you know, new bus gates too, near well, in and around well, the Keys. But well, I need my car because my wife is in a wheelchair, right? So if I have to get over, just say, for example, to Dalmount Hospital, right? I would normally go through through the city centre. Now I have to go around the walls, so we say. Well, I suppose that their proposal here or their thinking here is that if they remove some of the cars from areas and allow for better buses and bus services and public transport... That well, I couldn't use a bus service with a wheelchair because most of them are not suitable. No, but I, I imagine that you, you'd still be able, though, um, to, to drive in through the city. If you've if if we if if you've you know wheelchair accessible car as well. Well, it's not a wheelchair accessible car. I have to lift her into the into the passenger seat, and that you know. Yeah, well, even the you know the um, the, the blue badge. Yeah, exactly. Means nothing. Means so you're nothing. concerned about access? No, that's a fair point. I mean, if you're concerned about being able to get in and out through the city and hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it it. Even if I'm going into town, which is very, 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 very seldom, if I feel that if they're going to do that, right? I'll, I mean, O'Connor Street. I was there a few weeks ago. I was in O'Connor Street. It's like a ghost town, in the sense of shops and you know to make it attractive. Mm. It's the main street, of the city. It was a kip, right? Basically, right. If they're going to ban cars from town, people won't go into town to shop. And what will happen is you have your Dundrum shopping centres, your the square and whatever else yeah. out the north side. Pushing people, people out to retail outlets. Yeah. You know, people. I can I can I see I see that argument. I mean I can understand why why businesses would uh would, would be somewhat annoyed about this. Like plenty of you getting in touch about this. Should we ban cars from some areas of Dublin City? This listener says it takes hours to get to work, to and from work if you live in Valbriggan, using the train or the bus, and it still takes me hours as well. Another listener, who even is a regular commuter? Somebody who drives into Dublin from the commuter belt for work. So if we ban them, no one suffers. Any chance of maybe some joined up thinking? Another listener says the most famous pedestrian street in Dublin, Grafton Street. Sure, it's full of bicycles, e-scooters. Nobody has respect and no policing. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.